0: Yo, 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 what's going on, everyone? This is your host, Brandon. And we have a really special episode for you today. I have a very special guest who's never been on the podcast before. This is a very longtime friend of mine, Ronald. Ronald, do you want to introduce yourself to the pod?
1: Yes, I do. Thank you so much, Brandon. Hi, everybody. My name is Ronald Rodriguez. I'm a newly streamer, new YouTuber, and I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much, Brandon. I really do appreciate this.
0: Course. So it's my understanding that when it comes to Resident Evil, you're the guy. But before we get there, let's talk about some other titles you play. Let's just introduce the pod to the kind of gamer you are. What's it come for a comfort game for you? Like when you're tired of playing Resident Evil, what game might you play? Oof.
1: <laughs> I mean When I would say a comfort game of mine, it doesn't stray too far from Resident Evil. Honestly, my comfort and my most favorite game to play, regardless of like how many times I've played it, is Dead Space. They currently came out with like a remake, and that one it just like blows it out of the park. So that's a wonderful Mm. game that I love to play. Way more gorier than Dead Space, but it's a super fun time. Definitely
0: recommend to anybody. Dead Space. That's awesome. That sounds like a really interesting game. Yeah, where do we go from here? Let's get right into Resident Evil. What drew you to the Resident Evil franchise?
1: Oh, well, so the first Resident Evil that I ever played was Resident Evil 5 when it came out. And I believe it came out around uh, 2007 or somewhere around there. See. 2009. 2009. See, you, I think you're the Resident Evil guy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I was around 10 and the games that I was playing back then were like majority of like Dragon Ball Z games, very like kid kind of like games. So when I first got introduced to like Resident Evil 5 through like a demo, you know, I thought it was like the most coolest, the most scariest thing. Like right when you load up the menu and like the freaking guy says that like scary like Resident Evil 5, bro, I was just like, bro, this is like the coolest, most scariest shit ever, bro. Like, I don't know whether so like, <laughs> we super excited or like piss my pants, you know, and then yeah. suddenly, like I try to get my hands on the game. I couldn't. And it wasn't until I believe I was like, I started playing Resident Evil six that I got the chance to buy Resident Evil five and play through it. And then through there, I started with six, went to five, then I went all the way down to like every fucking Resident Evil game. Like if you were to check my PlayStation five catalog, 90 percent of it is Resident Evil. So, yeah,
0: that's awesome. So, you've really earned that title of Resident Evil Guy on the pod.
1: It's a great title to have. And I'll, if anybody like because I'm currently doing streams of like the whole Resident Evil catalog. So, if anybody wants to like join me on that adventure, yeah,
0: yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we'll definitely plug you on that episode as well. We'll give everybody details to all, all all your content. So, I like that you mentioned. You started off with Resident Evil 5. It's a great segue for my next question. For someone like me with no experience with the franchise, do you recommend starting from the very first title, like Resident Evil Zero, I believe, is the first one?
1: Well, honestly, the depends because, you know, this is a long-running series. You know, it's been, I feel like, the first Resident Evil, the OG OG, I believe came out in, like, 97, 98. I might be wrong on that. But you know, it's just with each game, with each title, it kind of evolved, you know, which every natural game series should do. You you don't want the same thing over and over again. But right. I do believe that currently Capcom is doing this wonderful thing where they're trying to revitalize their old titles, which I believe is a great, great decision on their part. And, I you agree. know, I think like a wonderful title that you could start with to capture the magic of what Resident Evil was when it first came out, I would definitely recommend. The 2002 remake of Resident Evil, very first one. Okay. It really just, you know, modernized and gave him more of a realistic look to the original title from like, I believe it was like, I'm just going to say late nineties. And I believe if you're a big fan of horror and you really want to dive into the series, I recommend starting there and you could do it based on like chronologically the way the story goes, you know, from there, I would go with the Resident Evil 2 remake and then continue with these new adaptions. Because I think majority of them, other than a few that I don't want to mention, but I know we're going to have to talk about it, which sucks. But, uh, (laughs) you know, I believe starting with Resident Evil, the 2002 remake, they will be a great starting point for anybody who wants to get into
0: the series. Cool. Thank you for that. I have another question here. If you could go back in time and tell yourself one thing, When you first started playing Resident Evil, what would you tell yourself? (laughs) That's a wonderful question. Thank you for that.
1: I would have to say if I could go back in time and tell me one thing, I would say just be patient. Because I started like in a time period where Resident Evil was revolutionized for the for a second time. Mm -hmm. You know, with like Resident Evil 4 coming out, it really like changed the gameplay, the style the feeling of Resident Evil, with that, it just progressed and progressed and progressed. And it was, you know, like Resident Evil has this kind of like its own identity with the amount of times that it's changed, you know, and there was moments where it changed and I felt like, you know, man, what happened? But I feel like the period that we are right now, especially with like the newest one coming out, uh, Resident Evil 4 that just got remade, I really like what's going on with its like metamorphosis. So... I would just say, just be patient because with all good things, there's always going to be positives and negatives. And there was many years where <laughs> Resident Evil fucking sucked, but then there was oh, there's a shit ton of years. And currently there's a lot of years where it's, it's one of the best series like out in the market now. So I would just say, be patient. It's awesome.
0: So let's talk about time. Let's talk about the latest game. The, the Resident Evil franchise that's Resident Evil 8, I believe. If mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And let's talk about your first experience with the franchise Resident Evil 5. What are the contrasts there? What are the main differences?
1: Ooh, big contrasts. Well, like I said before, Resident Evil has always been changing and these two are perfect examples of like different time periods of what Resident Evil wanted to be. I believe Resident Evil 4 came out in 2005 and then Resident Evil 5 just came out four years later. So it was a very like action packed. A lot of the game combat was very like introducing QTEs with, you know, not being able to move while you aim down your sights. A great thing that Resident Evil has done with that. And it's only been like a few other games that have done it. I think there was just only just one other, actually. They had a co-op mechanic in there. So you could play the whole game with a friend. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, so with Resident Evil 5, it just really enhanced the gameplay features of Resident Evil 4. But in doing so, it really killed all horror that was Resident Evil, you know?
0: How so? Elaborate more on that. So
1: basically, like I said before, it's just Resident Evil 4, it kind of was just like a reboot for the series, you know? Anything related to the previous titles, it kind of just, like, mentioned it in passing. But honestly, if you really look at Resident Evil 4, it's just a side story. It's not really anything that really adds anything to the mainline series. It's just this guy comes in, freaking saves the president's daughter from these cults who are, like, have this parasitic zombie virus, and that's it, you know? And then Resident Evil 5 wanted to take all the good stuff of Resident Evil 4, which was the gameplay, And then just adapted to the mainline series. So what was great about this one was that it reintroduced like iconic characters who haven't been seen since the original trilogy, like Chris Redfield, Jill Valentine, Albert Wesker. And having these people with these new vibe to it, like it's kind of like Resident Evil 5 has the same kind of feeling about with those. I believe the director is like Robert Rodriguez. I might be. Oh, no, it's Paul Anderson, like the Resident
0: Evil movies from the 2000s. I've never, I've actually never seen
1: one of those films. I know, Dude, I mean, they're terrible, but you should watch them. You should watch them. Especially if you get into Resident Evil, you're going to like these. But anyways, it just has like this action vibe to it, where it's kind of like, it's all about like a roller coaster ride, you know? Which is, mm. it's good if that's the kind of game that you're looking for. But what Resident Evil was from the beginning is survival horror. It's about isolation. It's about limited resources and trying to make the decisions on the fly to see how you could overcome whatever monsters on the other side of the door, you know?
0: Right.
1: And then plus having a friend, like if me and you wanted to play Resident Evil five right now, I'm pretty sure we'll have the best time of our lives, but would we be scared? No. You know, because it ruins that feeling of isolation that I'm alone, you know, and that's a big right. thing about, that makes horror special is that feeling. And so with Resident Evil 5, it's just, it's a great game if you're looking for a fun time with a friend and if you want action-packed gameplay, but it really ruins the horror. I feel like they just put that on the sideline and just wanted to make a successful game, which they did, you know, for, I haven't checked the numbers now, but when Resident Evil 5 came out, it was the best-selling game that ever released, surprisingly. But I think that came from, you know, the hype of Resident Evil 4 those years prior. Right. I think about Resident Evil 8 that's quite different. So a couple of years ago Resident Capcom did this thing where it was like they had main line titles and then they had side stories to like just, you know, like fill in the gaps between the main titles, you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: These will be like Revelations. There was other ones like the earlier ones in the series were like Gun Survivor, Dead Aim. And
0: so we- these were all individual games.
1: They were individual games, but they're kind of, like, just... They weren't the main titles, whereas, like, you shouldn't... These weren't one of the ones that were, like, on PlayStation 1 or PlayStation 2. These were ones that, like, you know, were on, like, the DS or freaking, like, the Sega Genesis, stuff like that. You
0: know what I mean? I see, I see. Tell me about Operation Raccoon City. That sounds interesting. Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. So, what's great about that one, that was a period in Capcom where, like, they really didn't know what they were doing with the series, you know? So they tried to like implement like multiplayer a lot. That was actually another one of the games that did have multiplayer. It had four player co op. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you're playing with four other dudes, but you know, it's very
0: clunky. What platform?
1: It was on uh, main titles. It was, I believe, it came out with the PlayStation 3. Okay,
0: okay, so it was on, like, PlayStation Network. Yeah. Like, zombies, sort of. Like all Yeah, of these, you know, blah, blah. it kind of reminded me of,
1: you know the game of Back for Blood?
0: Yeah, it's a zombies game, though.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's kind of like the zombies were more mostly just, like, obstacles. You know what I mean? Like, in, Re- mm-hmm. in Austin City, you had objectives to complete, and then freaking the zombies were just, like, fodder for you to freaking, you know, pass through, and then... The only main threats were, like, the big B.O.W.s, the ones that are, like, kind of, like, the special, like, monsters. Like, those were the only ones that really packed a punch, and then you have, like, boss fights. But it's mostly, like, a, I forgot the title of what kind of game that was. But it's basically, it's very similar to that kind of aspect where it's just, like, you have objectives complete with your friends, and then, like, just the zombies are just in the way, you know, or a way to, like, gather, like, you kill them so you could get ammo. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so again, it was just a period in uh, Resident Evil where they just – you didn't know what to do with the series, but they try to, like, squeeze as much money out of it. I don't want to say that because, you know, I don't want to be, like, disrespectful to Capcom. But, you know, it's a part of their history that's not that good. And uh, as a fan of the series, that's what it felt like, you know?
0: But don't be afraid to critique Capcom, man. This is, uh, <laughs> yeah, this is a sticky button spot. I and, know. Uh, we go there.
1: I'm scared they're going to stop making the good Resident Evil games, you know? You're going to hear this. It's going to be like, you know what? I so said, we're not making no more remakes.
0: They, they, they don't appreciate this.
1: <laughs> but yeah, and then going back to Resident Evil 7 and 8, like I said before, I personally don't really like the side story content. And I, the okay. only reason why they gave it like a main title release is because these games fell right out of Resident Evil 6. And I think Resident Evil 6 is a very ambitious game. And I, I like what they tried to do, but it, you know, It didn't land how it was supposed to. So it wasn't as successful. It was very, it's very divisive in the community now. A lot of people appreciate it for what it is, but you know, it was very problematic. And so Resident Evil was like in critical condition after this game came out, right? So they were scrambling on what to do, yada, yada, yada. So Resident Evil 7 was just like another Resident Evil 4. Like it was a clean slate. It wasn't a full-blown reboot. But it was just a freaking, if you really look at it, it's just a side content that gave a new gameplay mechanic, which was first person, a new game mechanic for the series, because it was the first time that they ever had first person. And yeah, I feel like with that gimmick of having first person and like having it just be a like an intimate story, it kind of like re-energized the series. It brought it back to like that survival horror roots. And I do think that 7 and 8 does have that feeling of horror, but I don't know, man. I just think Resident Evil has a great story with all the characters that they already developed. But they never got their, like, end game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Six tried to do that. But, you know, like I said, it didn't work out so well. And they never got that moment to just, like, fully have a climax. And it's just, I'm still waiting for that day where, like, the OGs from the first game team up with the OGs from the second. And they take down Umbrella, you know? I'm hoping that they come, so that's why I'm really excited about these remakes, because they're going back, they're flushing it out. They're not really remakes, they're more like reimaginings, but there's opportunity to actually give them that moment in heaven that they deserve, you know?
0: Yeah. So I'm, for that day. I'm seeing that the game runs on, and this really intrigues me, because most games run on like a, another popular video game engine, like Unreal Engine 5, on unity but this game runs on capcom's own engine -Engine. which is called re engine or reach for the moon engine Mm -hmm. and it's so interesting how do you think this game differs from other titles you play do you think that capcom having that level of control over its design really allows for a better experience
1: i believe so you know i mean I'm not too knowledgeable on, like, what it is to create games. From what I've heard, it takes a shit ton of money and resources to create your own engine, you know? So for them to actually create something that helps them make the games that they want to make, hats off to them, you know what I mean? Because I know there's, like, a lot of great gaming developers that want to, like, do certain things, but they're limited based on the engines that they're working with. Yeah. And, you know, Capcom has been around for, like, years. So I'm not surprised that they were able to, like, funnel up the resources to make their own engine. But I think it's great. I hope for a day that, like, all developers could have the resources to create their own engines because, you know, I feel like they will be able to create better projects because they're not restricted to right. anything. It's the same thing, like, in a movie set, you know, like, the producer has, like, a limited amount of money. But yeah. if someone comes up to you and you're just like, you know what? You can do whatever the fuck you want, you know, and I'll pay for everything. Just make the movie you want to make. It's kind of like that. Yeah. So I respect them for it, you know, and I think it's a wonderful engine from what I've seen. So it's like, it's very next gen. It has some flaws, but, you know, I think it's great. So all hats off to them.
0: I'm curious, do you know this? Did all the games run on RE Engine or?
1: I think it started with, I might be wrong, framework. I feel like the first one that they used that for, from my experience with the Resident Evil games, I think it started with Resident Evil 2, so I'm not sure if they created it specifically for that and like the continuation of the remix that they wanted to do, but that was my first introduction to that.
0: Tell me more about the first one. You went back and played Resident Evil Zero?
1: Yeah, so like I said before, I'm currently a streamer and YouTuber. And I'm playing through the whole series. There's a couple that I'm excluding, especially like the side content ones.
0: Yeah, ask what inspired you to do that?
1: So basically, I'm just playing the whole series from, you know, chronologically through the story. And yeah, I recently just finished Resident Evil yesterday. Resident Evil Zero. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. That game, it's a little bit disappointing, you know, because it's... Mm-hmm. It's kind of more of what Resident Evil 2002 remake was, but you know, just the story itself is very lacking, you know? I see. So with the Resident Evil remake, what they did was that they just wanted to make, you know, a more modern, more realistic version of the original one. So they didn't change anything with the story per se. It's mostly just gameplay mechanics that they changed, like making it fresh to like returning players. And the story is very, like, intimate, you know? It's just a group of, like, a SWAT team goes to investigate another team of their SWAT team that went missing a couple hours ago. They get... Helicopter gets shot down. And, freaking they're stuck in a mansion filled with, like, zombies and, like, other fucking demonic stuff. And with Resident Evil Zero, what it did... It was a prequel to the original remake. And it gave, like, little details, especially, like, who created the T-Virus... It shared some limelight on an obstacle for a Resident Evil 2 villain. And, you know, but other than that, it was just, you know, these two people trying to escape and that's it. So it didn't really like it wasn't very entertaining to play through for the story. The only good thing about it was that I think it was the only game that did this. But it has this great mechanic where you could switch between characters on the fly in real time. You know, you play as either, like, Rebecca Chambers or Billy Cohen. They could fight together in the same room. They could separate and, like, go through the whole map by themselves. So it's, like, great ways. It gives, like, a lot of replayability with that.
0: Yeah, that sounds Um, really cool.
1: Yeah. And I wish that was something that they implemented for, like, the future games. But other than that, it's just, I would rate it, like, it's a five out of 10, you know, it's if you like resident evil, I do recommend playing it because it's more of what you like, but you know, with the story and stuff like that, it's kind of, kind of goofy.
0: So how did you access this title? Cause I imagine this is the first iteration of this franchise. It must be pretty ancient in terms of video games. How did you, did you just find it on the PS store on the PlayStation store? Or did you play it on steam?
1: Yeah, so I'm mostly a console gamer. I'm a PlayStation gamer. But majority of like the Resident Evil games have been ported to the PlayStation 3 and the PlayStation 4. This one came out, I believe, the Resident Evil Zero came out in 2000, I believe. And I think it came out for the GameCube. I'm not too sure. Because I know like uh, Capcom had an exclusivity deal with uh, GameCube. But basically it came out during that time and then 10 years later, they started porting majority of the old Resident Evil games to, uh, like, modern consoles, like PlayStation 3, Xbox 360. So I got it through there. The first time I played it was when I was, like, 15, I believe. I literally played, like, the Resident Evil remake. And then I was just like, bro, this this game is wonderful. And then I saw that they had, a, like, a prequel. So I was like, bro, fuck it, I'm playing it, <laughs> you know? So a lot of it got ported in, like, the 2010s. So that's how I was able to play it. That thing is still available for the PlayStation. I'm not so sure about Xbox, but I think it's on every freaking games on Steam. So that's the only thing that I hate about PC players is that you guys have way more access to games.
0: Yeah, they really do. And yeah. on Steam, Resident Evil has a 10 out of 10. That's insane. Yeah,
1: yeah it's amazing, mean, bro. If you haven't played it, I really do recommend it. It's a wonderful game.
0: So you said I should start at Resident Evil 5?
1: I think you should start at Resident Evil the 2002 remake if you look it up on Steam it's gonna it's gonna be the one that's like it probably says like remaster or stuff like that because it did come out a couple years ago but yeah that one that one's a great one to start with because it's like the first one in the series you know
0: so they introduce you to all the characters and those are the those are the characters that can't use throughout the whole franchise or do they a little change
1: Ooh. it's like you're trying to break my heart brandon uh <laughs> no so these were like the og characters you know the very first ones in the series but they oddly enough they don't get enough love as they're supposed to one of the characters that you play as is called chris redfield he gets a way more love than usual because he's been in like oh, how many games uh he's been in code Veronica he's been five he's been six he's been in seven and eight so he's one of those characters that have that love but Jill who's honestly my favorite character and I it's like my video game wifey she gets more like the side character content you know what I mean like she's always in like those like revelations stuff like that she always gets like sidelined which sucks you know because yeah yeah, because in like the original game you get to play as either her or Chris and Jill is considered to be like the true run, like this. Her the way the story plays out for her is exactly how the events of Resident Evil, first game plays out. Whereas Chris is more like a what if story, you know? Right. And then like they mostly fell in love with, especially with the new remake that came out, um, Leon. Because the success of four and two, you know, every game that he's been in, it really like pushed the series forward. So I feel like for fans, Leon is like dear to their hearts. So the only ones that like really get the main character treatment are Chris Redfield and Leon S. Kennedy where the others haven't. And then going back to like where I feel like they haven't gotten their end game. I feel like a lot of these characters need to have that moment to shine, you know? With these remakes that are coming out, they're getting more opportunities to do that. I think uh, Resident Evil 2 was a success. With three, see, I was trying to avoid talking about this, but three, it, three. Honestly, I was really excited about it because I knew it was more about more Resident Evil Two remake, but I was greatly disappointed. It was a rushed job. They cut a lot of content, which I shouldn't be really mad about because the original Resident Evil Three was supposed to be a side game, you know, but because freaking Capcom wanted all their main all three Resident Evil games to be on the PlayStation, they made Resident Evil 3 and gave it that title where Code Veronica was supposed to be the original Resident Evil 3. So that game, the remake, it cut a lot of content and it just, it made me lose faith because it's like, there they go again. Jill's getting like, sidelined. She's not getting the respect that she deserves. In the community, Jill's like very well respected, you know? She's like one of the, like the greatest characters out there. But they just keep like, putting her in the back burner and it just sucks to see. So I hope like what? eventually with these later remakes because I hope they remake 5. I don't know how the fuck they're going to do it and keep the same like horror vibe that they, that they got going on. Yeah, I hope they get their end game. You know?
0: I hope so too because it'd be really nice to experience that and you know, especially for me, I'm going to start at the bottom of the franchise and work my way up. I'd love to see the metamorphosis Who's where are there? It's a roller um, and I'm really excited for you to go on that. We should definitely touch base on that in the future. I think yeah. we're running out of time here as far as the Zoom meeting. Any last kind of notes you want to leave? Any last recommendations you want to leave for the Sticky Binds podcast listeners?
1: Damn, I'm starting to have a lot of fun with this. But last thing I would like to say, just a few couple of things. I just want to say, first off, thank you, Brandon, again, for having me on. It's It really was a pleasure. Please, guys, continue watching this podcast. It's a wonderful podcast. It's been going on for <laughs> a long time now. And, you know, the guys that run it, they're really good people, and they're really passionate about games. So hopefully with what you heard here, you could tell that, like, we're just – we really
0: enjoy what we do.
1: What I have to say is, you know, wherever you guys start off with the Resident Evil series – Just know that like there's always a little bit of something for everybody, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's a great series that was trying to make something of itself as it was running. And that's a beautiful thing to see where like just like a wonderful project just develops and develops as each title comes on. And just sometimes it misses the mark. Sometimes it hits it right on the ball. But it's a wonderful series that I would recommend to anybody who wants to get into uh, like survival horror. So, yeah.
0: Thank you so much for being a fountain of knowledge on Resident Evil today, and I'm excited to make some more more of these in the future. Talk about the franchise with you. Do you know if there are any future drops coming up?
1: Well, for another remake, people haven't really excited for them to remake Code Veronica. <laughs> Capcom hasn't said anything about it, but there's a lot of like you know memes. There's a lot of even like fan projects of people remaking. Code Veronica with the same engine or like a similar engine. Wow. And they're like releasing it to like the community so that people could try it out and even like show Capcom, like, look, look at the success that it would have. I know we haven't touched base on Code Veronica, but, you know, I would say like the a game that didn't get much love. It, it had a lot of bad circumstances, but, you know, hopefully one day they'll remake that. Sure. Other than that, I'm not too sure what else is coming out. You know, they kind of go silent when a new game comes out. So we're probably not gonna hear anything for like the next three months. All you're gonna hear is like speculation. So they'll get super hyped when you hear like, oh, oh my God, Capcom just revealed this. But for right now, it's just, hopefully they'll release Code Veronica. Honestly, I believe the next step forward that they're gonna try to do is do Resident Evil 5. And I wish them all the luck with that. And if you ever wanna, once you get up to the Resident Evil 5 and you need a co-op buddy, I'm yours, man.
0: I'm gonna hold you up to that.
1: All right, awesome
0: so one last just chance to give yourself a plug where can the listeners get more of you i'm sure they're just intrigued and they want to get to know more of of you get to see you play through resident evil you know familiarize yourself with the content yeah plug yourself dude
1: yeah like if you guys really want to just you know if you need to hold your hand playing through resident evil daddy ronnie got you I'm on Twitch. I have my Twitch name is Ron Loves Miguel. Don't ask me why it's called that. But yeah, I have my Instagram. I have my YouTube on there. If you miss the streams, I post it on YouTube. I just started out. But yeah, guys, give it a follow. Give it a like. I would really appreciate it. It helps us all of us do like these things that we love to do. And yeah, and I'm going to start doing the original Resident Evil next month. So be ready for that.
0: Amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast and just sharing so much about Resident Evil. And I'm excited to do it again.
1: Yeah, of course, man. Again, thank you for having me here. And I wish you best of luck.
0: Thank you. And thank you so much to the listeners for tuning in. You can find us on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. And stay tuned. We got some more content coming soon. Blake and I will be making some more episodes real soon. We'll catch you.